Remember when you went through that Led Zeppelin phase in high school? Well, we didn't. So we're here to bring you back to the glory days as we rediscover classic dad music and culture. I'm Lily. I'm Ryan. I'm Grace. And we're not dads, but we are friends. And here's our podcast, Dad Box. Rolling tape. Oh shit! We're back. We're again. back. Back at it with the white dads. <laughs> with and a white dad who's a little bit less heteronormative than he's the rest. A, yeah, it's pretty <laughs> off the beaten path. Yeah, so gender queer, pansexual dad. alien. say. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. One of the many reasons he's ahead of his time. Ahead of yeah. his time. Yeah, he's got many aliases. We we call him Debo. We call him Debo. Originated by Lily, I believe. Uh, yeah. yeah. That, that was, yeah. The, that was the invention by me. Yeah. He's also got uh, Aladdin Sane, the Thin White Duke, mm-hmm. Halloween Jack, Major Tom. Ziggy. Wait, Ziggy? he's Major Tom? Yeah, it's like a persona that he crafted later more. For some reason, I always thought Major Tom was like a real person, like an astronaut. That um, well, they played it maybe. when we quote unquote went to the moon. Um, oh no! But... <laughs> <laughs> we're not starting this already. We we're not doing it. Wait, what? Maybe I don't even get this. What do you? Oh, I like don't believe. Oh, oh God! Okay. <laughs> of the moon landing is real. She's a moon oh, trooper. Oh, yeah, okay, he would totally back me up on this though. Moon trooper. Because he loved Kubrick. 2001. He loved it. That's where space I did. Odyssey came. Odyssey came from. Wait, but like, you think we have been to the moon at some yes. point? Yes. Okay. Oh, just to clarify, I think we've been to the moon and we went to the moon. I don't think what we watched. We weren't ready. Was us at the moon? Okay. And I think Debo would agree. All right. I don't know why can this is how we're starting. Can you get a statement on that? <laughs> on that note. What's that? <laughs> Do you think you can find a, a statement on that on the internet? Uh, sure, let me look. Did David Bowie believe that the United States went to the moon? Was he a moon truther? Sure. With Neil Armstrong? Sure, yeah. I mean, he was very into uh, conspiracies. I mean, 1984 was like a big thing for him. Um, okay, David Bowie. For David Bowie? Bowie? Moonlight. I yeah, he made a song. He tried to make an entire album off of the book, but then he didn't get the book rights. So he had a couple songs about it. What? Um, and he loves Clockwork Orange. He just loves Kubrick, I guess. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know any of this. Um, look at us. We That's researched. Amazing. One of the songs in um, Ziggy Stardust is based on Clockwork Orange. That's okay. a really hard word to say. I agree. Wait, so yeah, just for clarity, this is Dad Bops episode three. This is <laughs> David Bowie. Yes. Ziggy Stardust. And, AKA or the Rise and Fall Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. yeah. We will refer to him as Debo only. Debo. <laughs> From here on out. But yeah. I, I don't think I can find this stance this quickly, but I will try to okay. maybe put it on Perhaps later on Instagram. Perhaps you should reach out to his wife. Yeah. His widowed Iman. wife. Yeah. Maybe. So I'll, I'll ask. I'm sure name, right? in like her, her very busy life, she can answer my question about yeah. if he thought the moon landing was real. Yeah. Seems pretty important on the scale of things. Is that is that her name though? Iman? Uh she's like a she's a model, right? She's a model. Oh, he was married twice. Yes. So he was married to Angie Bowie, um, when he first started blowing up. Um they were in an open relationship, so they were very like sexually experimental. Um and 
that didn't go so well after, like, we'll get there. I don't know. A lot of stuff happened. And then, um, but recently, recently, 1992, that's when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, yeah, he married Iman. And okay. they were together until um, he died. Sweet. R.I.P. Oh, we should pour one out for Debo. Yeah, R.I.P. to Dave Bowie. Pour one out for Debo. Are you really? He, she really poured he one really out. really poured one out. It hurt. Yeah. So, yeah. I know, this is, like, I didn't do almost any background at all. <laughs> I have, like, nothing, so. Cool. No, but I like that because you're going just going to go in with, like, your emotional takes. I'm truly going in, like, blank slate. That's think, what I've done every time. That's fair. Yeah. I think what I've learned is I need the context to latch on to the content. Context, content. That's my process. Theory. Yeah. I prefer to like completely contextualize myself Mm -hmm. and then be completely proven wrong. That's good. Yeah. You like being proven wrong? Well, like I like when I like make up the thing and I'm like, oh, this is what it is. And then I look up the lyrics and I'm like, no, (laughs) no, it was completely different. (laughs) None of those words were right. For sure. Yeah. I can respect. I know, I feel like I'm usually super literal with the takes, but mm. not not this time. I don't even know what you have to think about any of this then. To be, I like, don't, I, I don't, yeah. Th- I don't know. I don't know where to start. Should we start with, like, our... Do we have some Bowie background? Yeah, about, like, bits? what about, like, we our familiarity yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. with Devo before all of this? Well, I do like the movie Labyrinth, so that's Never probably my... It's a good movie, pretty... I watched the trailer. Pretty spooky. Yeah. George Lucas. Yeah. Nice. Um, when I was in camp, once we sung, what's the name of that song that we were listening to? Space Space Oddity. Ground Control of Major Tom, right? Sure. And so we, I learned that song. I never heard it before. And I was like, oh, this is a really good song. I was like, this is so good. (laughs) So I get home after camp and I tried to like go look it up and I Googled it and I couldn't find it. Like Google at that time, like. It didn't. It didn't bring me to oh, David you didn't Bowie. Get instant gratification. Like I didn't. Like, do that. What I awesome. found instead was like a a cover that just had the instrumentals. Oh, like a karaoke version. It was just like it was just like a guitar version of <laughs> of Space Oddity, and I was oh. like, this is probably it. And they probably made up the words when I was at camp. Oh my gosh! Right, oh. and it took me like seven more years to like hear the song with the words. Like they did not create this. The song. best camp song ever. I was like, that's yeah. so impressive. Right. And yeah. I just like didn't know. Dang. Well, that's, young Willie has good taste. That's funny because that's my first my first exposure to David Bowie was through that song also. Oh. And it was like my dad had just bought my dad's like a big sound guy mm. he's like i need to have like the vinyl and like the tube amp and like okay. everything and so he had some new hookup that he was like showing us but we're like ki- very little kids like we yeah. don't care really and he's like you <laughs> such got a dad thing this. to talk about something that like no one else cares <laughs> yeah. about yeah but like that was the song that he was like testing out and he was kind of just like flexing his music knowledge on us we were like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. That was it. I don't know what, like, my first song by him was, like, that I heard from him or anything like that. I think you just, like, hear tidbits growing up of things. Um, I literally know nothing. Like, I never would have known. <laughs> I never, like, would have been able to decipher, like, which songs were sung by him. I also thought he was a big, like, 80s pop star. because Well, she was. But, like, I didn't realize, like, really how ahead of the time he was. Like, that he kind of created glam rock. And people even attribute him to starting some punk and, and all this stuff. So I didn't really know about his earlier career as much. Um, obviously had heard, like, Let's Dance and... Um, 
the major song that I really knew was like um, Heroes, which is my favorite, probably my favorite David Bowie song. Um, but it's only because it was uh, covered in Moulin Rouge. So that's the only reason why I know it. I only knew that song because it was on the Godzilla soundtrack. Okay. So, <laughs> so yeah, we're really like I'm right there with you, yeah. educated on this. Yeah. I didn't You're know it. So oh, okay. And I don't like that. Really? Oh my god, that song could make me cry if I that's tried. That's good. His version's way better than whoever covered it on the Godzilla soundtrack. <laughs> but I really did like that song. Even no that, kidding. Even that version. <laughs> I didn't know, too, it's like another tangent, but like Nirvana has that song that they covered, like Man Who Sold the World. Oh, yeah. And I had no idea that was a David Bowie song until oh, the That's year a David ago. Bowie song? Yeah. I knew it was a cover, but I didn't realize it was David Bowie. I love that that's song. That's a great song, yeah. It's a very good song. It's on the really famous one. Is it the one with the, Aladdin saying, like, the Thunderbolt? Or no? Oh, I'm talking about the Nirvana one. The Nirvana. Oh, 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 oh okay. it's on the one with the baby, I think. Oh, oh wait, okay. the like swimming baby. That's Sublime, right? No, that's Sublime. Yeah, okay, fine. no. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the one We're with the swimming. I think it's the one <laughs> yeah. with the swimming baby. Okay. <laughs> we just leave here with a lot of like wrong the knowledge. Swimming baby. Album. <laughs> Biggest heard. Nirvana fans ever. I think we're gonna get there. I actually that really like Nirvana. I don't know. Me too. About yeah. Nirvana. Dude, that's bold to show a baby's penis on the cover of your album, too. Side <laughs> note. Not like I'm, like, into it, but it's just a bold, it's a bold move. Is all Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. yeah. I know, now I'm defending myself too much. You're just, like, in the future, like, when people pull from this podcast to call me problematic, like, I do not. <laughs> just like, let me refer you to this baby moment. Baby penises. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I guess for, like, Bowie background i did no actual background of like situating this in its context or anything Mm -hmm. but one tidbit about david bowie as a guy is like obviously he has heterochromia so like the different eye colors Mm, yeah but also one of the eyes is like permanently or was permanently dilated because he got into like a fist fight in grade school with another guy over a girl oh i didn't know that was why yeah which is like he was born into like that yeah it's like so it's like an interesting little note i had no idea yeah but yeah yeah it's interesting that he um, kept, I mean, like, sexuality is so fluid, but he kept kind of, like, being in heterosexual relationships and marriages and all these things and, um, you know, was, like, coming out as gay in a time where, like, really no one ever did that. Yeah. Um, and it was, like, very controversial, kind of to his benefit, weirdly, which is, like, I don't know if he knew if that was going to happen or not, um, but he totally, like profited off of it and like got extreme fame and got like a ton of attention from men and women who thought he was so attractive yeah and i do not find him attractive at all i don't know if you guys do oh interesting i think he's like really fucking cool yeah i think he's really cool yeah i feel like if i was like in person with with him i'd be like enamored yeah i'm sure he has like a presence but it's like when i watch him i'm not like impacted no, in that way. He's no Drake, you know? Yeah, he's no, no Drake, Drake, you know? He's no... Um, but the thing is, is that he um, he reminds me a lot... Well, actually, this whole album, which we'll kind of get into because there's like a lot of references that click for me, but in the Ziggy Stardust album, it reminds me a lot of Rocky Horror Picture Show, mm. and um, that was kind of inspired from his like 
career, his earlier career, um, of being really androgynous and, and sexually fluid. And I'm really attracted to Dr. Frankenfurter. And so I feel like there's like a <laughs> really? Yeah, that's like a huge, Damn, huge Dave, stand. Like David huge... Bowie should be right up your alley. Oh, yeah, I know. Like, I know. Yeah, yeah. Like, but he's blonde though. <laughs> sister, well, he's like redheaded, but yeah, yeah, wow. not a brunette. Yeah. Um, that was a good take. Wow. Yeah, okay. I love that. And, and I guess like I read that, um, uh, Debo and his uh, first wife, who I already forgot her name, um, she was like one of the first people to like yell out at the screen um, at Rocky Horror. And now that's obviously like a big thing that happens in cult classic Whoa. world with Rocky Wait, Horror. Wait, wow. Did you say earlier that her name was Angie? Or no? Yes. How it's would not, anyone know? Angie Bowie. It's not the same Angie as the Rolling Stones Angie, is it? I don't know. I don't know anything about the Rolling Stones. I need to put a pin in that. I got a question. How would anyone know that she was one of the first people to yell out during a movie? Because the like makers said it. They were like, they it was like Uh, in an interview, and they were like, oh, they came to a live screening, and right before, (laughs) spoiler alert, if you've never seen Rocky Horror, um, right before the weird blonde guy um, shoots Dr. Frankenfurter, she yells like, no, stop, don't do it, or something, and that's like one of the things that people continue to yell at the thing. Huh. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. What a very what a true that's trendsetter. Cool. Honestly, they both were. an early they both adopter. Crazy. And she is given say. a lot of credit for his costumes and makeup and hair, and she like really helped facilitate his image and like encouraged him creatively. You know, surprise, surprise that there's always women behind these ideas. Um, so like I'm sure it came from a genuine place for him because people talk about how creative he is and stuff. But um, she was like a driving force in his self expression. That is cool. Yeah. Sweet. Um, so should we talk about the, yeah. the album? Yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. Let's do so, it up. So what were your all favorite songs? Whew. Woo! All right. I'm going in. Um, my, uh, <laughs> do it. I think my favorite is probably... I wrote Moon Age Daydream, I think. Sure. Okay. I just like the, <laughs> the opening is like so strong and weird. Where he's like, I'm an alligator. Like, it's like, like yeah. weird. it's really yeah. like iconic and weird. I like that. No, I love that song. And I kind of like, that was sort of my, my way into the album's story, I think. Because he's kind of talking about like, I have no idea what he's talking about. But like, to <laughs> me, it's like, um, how he's like, going to be this. He's sort of like really self-aware about how like rock music or art can be commercialized. Like mm-hmm. way before that conversation was happening. Yeah. And before he's kind of like. Yeah, and he's sort of, like, avoiding the lyric of, like, oh, I'll be, like, you're, uh, like, a rock and rolling bitch for you or whatever. It's, mm-hmm. like, kind of, like, dodging being boxed in. Yeah. All of that is, like, pretty cool to me. Definitely. That's such a good song. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I did read, like, the actual story of this album. Mm-hmm. Did you guys, did you read this? I'm sure you did, right? I think I did. Because... I don't know. I could Wait, just. Like, I don't know exactly what you're saying. Like. I could run it down like. Well, it's kind of like a sci-fi yeah. story. Because I found some. There was like a Rolling Stone interview where he literally was like, "Oh, this is the whole like. Right. Let me just put it on paper. Mm. This is the real story." Yeah, I read a little bit, but yeah, go for it. Okay, so I, I might like butcher this a little bit, but it was like. So to the stands out there, don't blame us. Yeah, We're sorry. Movies. Like I read this, but <laughs> I forgot. Um, but yeah, it's like there's like this alien rock star from Mars named Ziggy Stardust who like comes down and it's sort of like it's kind of like in parallel with uh, that movie The Man Who Fell to Earth mm-hmm. where it's like he's an alien who gets like sort of corrupted by like mankind's ways but it's also kind of like a Jesus story where it's like somebody hears like the message and like thinks they can be a rock star 
and then at the end it's sort of like oh yeah and the earth is like got five years left to live mm-hmm. and like he's tr- kind of trying to save them but it's sort of hopeless but like at the end he's like ripped apart by like <laughs> like the gods of rock and roll or like aliens yeah. or something yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like somehow that's like the sacrament or it's like really wacky and psychedelic but yeah well it was kind of coming out like in the time of like jesus christ superstar the musical by andrew Lloyd, Lloyd Webber, which was like a rock musical about jesus christ and then it also was really like um modeled after um vince taylor who was also like a musician who actually like came out and said like he was jesus and he was like extremely successful and when he was like i'm i'm jesus like his career completely tanked and so like so he <laughs> took well but we took like a lot of inspiration for that and kind of used him as like a catalyst oh, character interesting Wait, who is vince taylor like would i know a song of his or something honestly i've never heard of him in my life he sounds a lot like elvis um he sings some song about a cadillac that's really big huh. um okay yeah that was like the next <laughs> documentary i was gonna <laughs> watch got you um but yeah he's just just as a dude and yeah a lot of people haven't heard of him i think because it's like Rise to Pain was really quick, and then he was kind of, like, isolated. Yeah, I feel like this album has, like, so many, like, inspiration. Like, every song has, like, 12 different things that it's, like, linked back to. Yeah. No, it's true. It's just cool. Yeah. 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 I didn't know how intertwined everyone was. Right. At the time. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like they were all, like, friends. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So. I think, yeah, part of the reason I didn't really look at the, like, the literal read of this is because, like, I, I had listened to this album in high school mm-hmm. and, like, never read up on it at all. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm still getting, like, a lot of different narratives from this. Honestly. And it's so wacky that it's, like, you can really read it's it a crazy. lot of ways. It's crazy. Because yeah. I'm, like, really lyrical. I think that's, like, why at first I couldn't get into it because I was, like, trying to latch on to something that I, like, related to or that resonated with me or spoke with me. And it's, like, the <laughs> lyrics are just so weird. Like, they're so weird. And it, like... I'm just like how like, I don't think this was even a part of his life when he was on drugs so I'm like are you what where are you even pulling this from it's so crazy and yeah. I also saw that like later in his career like after this he used to do this thing where he would like cut out um articles uh, and like move words around to create lyrics for his songs and that's almost how I feel like this was created it wasn't but that's like how I felt like it was I was just like you just pulled this out of a hat like I can't even I agree with you get what you're talking about I was writing down some of my favorite like lyrics that make no sense (laughs) I was like I'm so confused yeah my favorite one is press that space face close to mine (laughs) (laughs) that's from the daydream actually I'm just like Space oh my face. god. I wrote down a, oh, wow. a few favorite lyrics too. I love um that he says, let all the children boogie. Like he yeah. says it like boogie, <laughs> like the way yeah. that it's spelled. There's also this like lyric about thighs or something. There's um, a good one in five years that's a cop knelt down to kiss the feet of a priest and a queer threw up at the sight of that. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. incredible. I read that that was like someone like singing the news. Yeah. And those yeah. are all the stories. I was like, what the fuck? That one actually about? is like at least rooted in some sort of political commentary. There's a lot you know? of political commentary. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this five years is like very like super political. Yeah. Such a strong opener for an album too. Yeah. really like a big vision big. oh the first song is so good yeah and like environmental etc it's, it's so funny why like that you mentioned that space face line i literally thought it was like 
press the space race ghost commander, I thought was the line. This is the I'm like, whole... I have no idea what you're saying, but um, <laughs> this I'm here been, for it. This has been my thing with this whole album. I think he's saying one thing, and then I go look at the lyrics, and oh. I'm like, it's 100% different. Yeah. So, I feel yeah. It's yeah. True. That's funny. I'm trying to find this lyric, and I don't You know, I can just, I'm just going to say this right off the gate. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be, like, a popular opinion. Oh, shit. Okay. I don't like Suffragette City. Oh, no. I hate it. Oh, I my really God. Hate it. No way. What? You mentioned that. Yeah. yeah. What don't you like about it? I just, I, okay, I kind of like it a little bit more once I, like, read it. Okay. But I just like it. I have no good reason not to like it. It just bugs me. I don't like the. I don't like the whole thing. I don't. I don't understand it at all. That's the one that oh, really sticks out. I can tell you about it. So it's kind of like about being bisexual. Oh. Suffragettes are like women. So he's like, I was drawn to men, but now all these women are like leading oh. this new charge, and they're like open and like taking charge, and I'm drawn to it. Suffragette city, women city. Oh, okay. I was getting really hung up on, like, the voting like, <laughs> aspect. And I was like, I don't know where this fits in, but okay. That is not my uh, analysis. Analysis. Got I you. totally just read it because I was like, Dude, I'm the, so confused. The one point, I'll give, like, one real strong point to that song for the part where he stops everything and he's like, wham, bam, thank you, man. Yeah, like, it's dead. so, it's just, like, <laughs> so silly. But, yeah. Well, I, sorry. Go ahead. I feel like I'm, like all this stuff now but it sounded like before he really got um involved in like his own show i mean he he like studied like being a mime <laughs> and oh, he like did? Okay. made like music for children and like all this stuff so i think he's it's like he's very theatrical he's very like goofy like he definitely touched on more serious subjects in his art but he could also really bring the just playful silly side to everything so yeah like moments like that don't surprise me at all <laughs> yeah you end up just going with it. I'm like, yeah. Okay. You're like, yeah. I don't know why it's cool. It's cool when you do it. It's not cool when anyone <laughs> yeah, else like, does I it. I can't do that. <laughs> you just walk into a party and yell that. <laughs> no, you should now. <laughs> now I will. Yeah, now they'd be yeah. like, all right, Pete. David Bowie paved the way, so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he really paved the way for a lot of people. Yeah. But mostly you to do that. Yes. Above all else. Yeah, that's really the pinnacle fathered. of David Bowie. He really like... fathered my style from here on out. Mm, amazing. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just, I'm still on Suffragette City. Yeah. You know what I don't like about it? I think it's hard to explain why someone doesn't like a song. I just don't like that. Maybe I just don't like the word suffragette. Interesting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Why this is your new therapist session. Why don't I like the word suffragette? I just don't like like those combination of sounds together. I don't know. Like I like the meaning. <laughs> and, he ends like, it, and he ends it in that weird way too. At the very end, I like that. But yeah, if you like look at the lyrics more with like the insight of that it's about like him being like going to women, it kind of makes a lot of sense. That makes me like love the song. Like I was neutral on it, and now I'm like. He's I like, like it a lot. Don't lean on that. me. I got a one. You can't afford the ticket. I'm back on Suffragette. He's like, look out, guys. I'm going to Poontown. Suffragette <laughs> <laughs> City. Wow. I had no idea that's what this is about. He's about the sexual liberation of women, and you're just like, nah. He's like, hold my beer. Hold my beer, <laughs> guys. I'm all going about in. it. I just don't like this song. Yeah, you're not about the execution. Wow. 
I'm, I'm sorry. It's That's okay. okay. I was okay. really neutral on it until I learned the context. Now you love it. Nah. I mean, it definitely makes it better. That was one yeah. of the ones from this, when I heard it before, that I liked right away because I was like oh it's like a cool rock song and I didn't really think about it sure so maybe that subconsciously was like pulling me in oh true the horniness <laughs> yeah oh yeah okay 16 horny year old yeah. horniness horny points of this album pretty horny shy. it's probably the horniest album it's horny we've reviewed it's like transcendent <laughs> wow <horny>. yeah it's <laughs> gonna crazy. throw that out there <laughs> <laughs> whoa no I mean I... they were in the era of like free yeah. love and well that's not true but yeah, he's all over. Yeah, whatever they call it, flower power or something. Yeah, and it's weird too. Like uh, the horniness, like it's like self-reflective hor- mm. horniness almost. Because he's talking about, I think it's on Ziggy Stardust where he's like talking about how cool Ziggy is, and he's also like his ass is like really nice. <laughs> but it's like you are Ziggy Stardust. Yeah, like yeah, you're yeah, horny yeah. to fuck yourself. Like it just makes no sense. It's like <laughs> amazing. That's some true confidence. True That's self-love. Like confidence goals. Yeah. 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 Dang, really ahead of his time. He was all really? self-love, sex positivity, exactly. <laughs> pretty yeah. sure they raised their child to be really gender fluid. Um, I'm pretty sure the child went through a gender transition at some point because they changed oh. their name. Um, like, I think they were just really open about... I mean, wow. it seems right. Yeah, about yeah, everything. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because, like, David Bowie was working with another band, like, before this, mm-hmm. and they, like, didn't want to work with him anymore. So we had to get another... Her, like group for this Dang. the spiders from mars the spiders from the mars, spiders from mars. Yeah. and i'm just like they're yeah. such idiots i know the other band probably feels so dumb like how yeah. could you be so stupid right i know but if they didn't match his level then they probably would have like held him back or like pushed him down you know so it's like yeah good but yeah they're probably kicking themselves they just like sure. didn't want to be spiders they were like <laughs> maybe if you like said spiders. we could be like ants or something right right on it ladybugs yeah, ladybugs yeah. from Jupiter. Right. <laughs> right. Then we would have been all in. They just workshopped like every uh, He's like, planets. no. It has to be spiders from Mars. Yeah. Yeah, what a weird... I didn't I didn't know that that was the name of the fictional band for a while, so I was like, why does he keep talking about spiders? Like, yeah. I don't understand this like, reference. Yeah. <laughs> I just like hate spiders, but I love spiders within the context of this album because I love, I love the way he says spiders. Yeah. You love travel, he gets, space traveling. He space. gets a lot of points for like his weird vocal tics yeah. throughout this album. Oh my Spiders god! From Mars. I Every literally, song, yeah. I literally wrote down, "You can't sing along without mimicking his voice." No. Yeah. You, there's no way you can sing any of his songs in your own voice at all. Yeah. Like I'm like embarrassed in my apartment alone, just like singing <laughs> like him, just like, like yelping. Oh like, god, yeah. I hope these children outside my window aren't like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that also, on the end of the intro, where, like, it slowly just devolves into him, like, screaming in despair. Crazy. End of the intro? Oh, end of five years. Where he's like, five years? Like, and he's coping with it, and then it's just, like, this descent into madness. Well, maybe it's also partially, like, I'm trying to fucking warn you, and you guys aren't listening. Like, because there's, like, a lot of, like, references to how, like, children are more, um, I don't know, intuitive, and, like, more, um creative and compassionate and all this all these things so it's probably like saying all the people who are like making the decisions that matter right now because they're adults like aren't listening to this alien coming yeah. down to try to save them from their sins you know totally <laughs> i'm just like why would an alien come down to like give earth five like be like actually i think it wasn't even on purpose if i read it correctly yeah i think it was a mistake 
And they were like, well, while I'm here. Yeah. I think, isn't it? <laughs> that's that's isn't so good. It, isn't it kind of like there's somebody on earth that like somehow hears a vision. Yes. And he ends yeah. up like getting them to come down. Yes. That's true. Mm. But that's yeah. true. Oh yeah. That's in like the second or third song, right? He's like. I think the star man song is like where he gets the vision sort of. Okay. He's like, oh, there's a star man, but like right. he doesn't want to come. Right. And I like that song. I love that that's song. That's a good song. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I like okay. some of like the slower ones from him. I feel like they're still very weird. Yeah. But I I, I dig. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, Tasty Lick, Tasty Lick alert <laughs> on uh, Starman. After he, like the chorus, there's like a little lick after it. It's like a really like low key chill moment. <laughs> I don't know how to like pinpoint no, it, but it's, it's really it's really solid. For sure. Also yeah. in Starman, one of the lines is, "If you can get a sparkle, mm. it'll come down." And I just like. Aww. You know, it's cute. It's like Tinker. It's a really cute line. Yeah. He's yeah. cute. He's just a cutie. He's yeah, a cute he's dad. Sweetie. Yeah. It's crazy that he has like this cute image in a way, and then actually his personal life is like so depraved too. On the yeah. other hand. Yeah. He's I don't some know. shit. <laughs> Maybe not like on this album. Yeah, like, no, later. definitely not this one. Because this was all a persona. Like this wasn't even yeah. him, and I think that's probably why he got so frustrated later on because it was like he had so much fame from this album um and this like persona that it, but it wasn't like him you know right, like yeah. when he actually tried to release his own music like sometimes it didn't go that well like even this the ground control to the major tom song like that did really well at first and then it like completely tanked mm-hmm. and so i think it was like hard for him to except that it wasn't always really actually him who was getting the fame and even to the point like i don't know if you guys saw this too but when they went on tour with, like, this Ziggy Stardust um, album, um, he had, like, his last show in London, and he, at the very end, announced that it would be, like, his last show ever, and didn't even tell, like, the band that he was going to do that. He was like, this is our last show on the tour, and this is the last show, like, we're not playing anymore, and, like, walked off the stage, and I think he was just so done with, like, the performance. He didn't want to be Ziggy anymore. No, because I think he was, like, always trying to change. Like, every single album he does is so different, and so crazy like I don't know there was like at one point in time I feel like he was actually like kind of matching what was happening but it's like everything he did kick-started something else so it was like he was into glam rock and then it started and then he was into like um like being really sexually fluid and doing drugs and all this shit and then it was like disco happened that kind of came out of glam rock and like I don't know it was like everything was kind of like trailing all the stuff he was doing and yeah he never really was like present (laughs) yeah that makes sense yeah even like the kind of like industrial electronic stuff too when he mm-hmm. went to Berlin and made like three albums that's so and funny and then people like, like bit that whole way yeah like, you know like, what I mean like that's crazy yeah one of the songs that I heard from that like era kind of sounds like Boney Bear to me like I almost feel like you would like it I it's probably like would. very yeah. electronic and psychedelic and weird like I yeah. never would have like thought he would make something like that yeah he's um, really all over I'll listen to it yeah yeah also like one of the songs on the album, I don't know if you guys caught this, is a cover. Did you know? Yeah. yeah. What? Well, I read that. That's a cover? Yeah, yeah. it's a cover of um, someone else. I should have written it down. I, th- I wrote, wow. no, I did write it down, but I don't have it, so I didn't it's write no it It's no one I've ever heard of before. Yeah, it was someone, like, really random. It's a cover, and I was like, the song is, like, really, I was like, I don't really get it, and then yeah. I looked it up, and I was like, it's a cover. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, this song and... Um, Stone Love, I feel like, aren't really part of the narrative of the album. Or Soul so Love? Much. Wait. Uh, 
Is that Sola, yeah. Sola? I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. my autocorrect turned it to stone. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, did I miss a track? Yeah. Sola, yeah. They're gotcha. not really. That's weird, man. Yeah, I wrote down that it ain't easy. Was like, it sounded the most macho, like yeah, traditionally right. like a dude rock, dad That's rock song. Probably why then. But I was like, oh. Yeah, it's truly really the tune. Yeah. It's him trying to be a dad. Yeah. Trying to be in the dad rock. Trying to blend in. Yeah. Um, my favorite song on the album is probably Rock and Roll Suicide, um, which is the last song. Um, And it really kind of caters to, like, the whole, well, like, the title of the album is, like, the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust. So, like, you know, fame, like, killing you. is going to fall when you start. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's not going to be an easy journey. Right. This album. Yeah, it's going to eat them alive. Like, the rock and roll ends up killing the the guy at the end of everything. Yeah. I love the, like, progression of the song i love that it starts off really chill and acoustic and it gets like intense and it also really reminds me of this other song in rocky horror rocky horror called um i'm going home it's like dr frankenfurner's like send off mm. song and they're really similar vibes huh. um but um i was also like you know even if it wasn't just connected to the actual story i feel like it's also like dealing with um people with like depression and, and all these things because he had like issues with that in his family um but yeah. one of the more like personal songs even though it was still under his like performance I think you're I've noticed the trend of like you're really drawn to like the really sad oh yeah. the truly deeply yeah. sad ones. I love sad music that's like my yeah. shit I mean I like upbeat music like I like some of his more like powerful stuff too but I definitely cling to like the things where people are being like vulnerable or yeah um, especially since he wasn't openly very personal um, when you get that moment it's like special to me Mm. yeah it would come to no surprise then that I like the most popular song on the album Siggy Stardust (laughs) which is so good it's great so good it's great I I don't regret it but I think it is I really think it is the best song it's It's so good yeah it's kind of like I mean it's put in there to be like the centerpiece kind of too yeah because it's like here's you know here he is this is him here's my character yeah And it was on, um, I think a ton of people know it now, too, because it was on Guitar Hero. Oh, was it? It was on I Guitar wonder if Hero that's one. how I've yeah. heard of it, honestly. Because yeah. I was like, wait, can I just play it like the beginning of it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're right. Yeah. Like a ton of people are acquainted with it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I definitely played Also, that. Well Hung. <laughs> like you have a huge penis, David Bowie. We get it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Wait, what? Is that a line? I think he says he's well hung. Yeah, he's talking about Ziggy Stardust describing his yeah. ass like and his dick for some reason. <laughs> Just take Your a pause head. from the narrative. I can't believe everything he got away with. I don't know. Like, yeah. I mean, conservative people are obviously pissed, but it wasn't like he ever, like he just thrived off of being so different. And I like keep thinking about if anyone can even get away with that anymore. Like, I feel like everyone's weird now like mm-hmm. everyone's trying to be this like aloof crazy strange like person unless they're like super mainstream and poppy um but even that can be the same thing like what's that weird girl who's like um poppy oh that her name? The, yeah 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 like, the oh <laughs> poppy yeah yeah, yeah like know, yeah. i'm poppy yeah i would not be surprised if she was like influenced by david bowie um yeah I just, I don't know, it's like I see all the stuff he's, he does, and it's like, I'm so into it now, I can only imagine what it must have been like then, to see right. no one else doing that. 
Yeah. It's like truly eye opening, I'm sure. Yeah. Although my mom did see The Man Who Fell from Earth and she was traumatized by that movie. Really? She hated it. <laughs> she does not like David Bowie because of that movie. Ooh. Dang. Hot Was so. that the vampire one? No, it was the alien one. Mm-hmm. The alien it's the one. one that's like, this one is related to. Right, right. right. Like yeah. Sister. Okay. Or gender yeah. neutral sibling. <laughs> yeah. Gender sibling. Yeah. 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 I was say. So. I think, too, like, aside from his whole, the big narrative that he built into it, it's also kind of like a narrative of, like, realizing you're so weird that, like, you have to be famous if you're going to survive. That's sort of what I took from it. Yeah. Because it was like, I'm just going to, like, force my weirdness onto the world. Right. And then, I mean, in this album, it ends up, like, destroying him. Like, he sacrifices himself for that. But. Yeah. 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 No, I'm just trying to remember this thing that he said it was like something like if you come from art you'll always be art or something like that like it's never like he has to compromise like what he's doing and there's things that he like turned down because he didn't want to do it so he just like puts himself out there fully and with like no apology and I mean he had such a creative support system around him too but um yeah to yeah throw it out into the world and be like this like this is me I don't know I just it sounded like everyone kind of was like the same cookie cutter rock star at the time so it's just so yeah crazy and that's and that's interesting that that's like what society responded to and was like craving like they were thriving off of it and so excited to see something that unique and authentic um so it's like interesting that we always try to be like the same as each other yeah all right you know man (laughs) holy shit yeah no truly truly I was going to say um, something else. Oh, yeah. Unlike some of the other, we've only talked about two other bands, but um, he, like, really had longevity, too. Like, mm. he hit his, he got, like, this was a huge album in the 70s, and then, like, in the 80s, he had, like, three or four huge albums. And then even in the early 90s, he had, like, yeah. a couple more huge ones. And then right before he died, he released an album that was, like, predicting his own death Whoa. and got like crazy good reviews and that oh. was like a, that was like two years ago oh i want to listen to that yeah and i haven't listened to it yet but don't you guys wish you could have been at his funeral like don't you feel like that must have been just like really cool not because he'd be dead but just because i feel like they would have done like a really good funeral yeah i yeah, mean I, wonder. I feel like i would i would have liked to be at either a ziggy sardis show or the tour he did after because he like brought in all of his like theatrical sets and costumes like even times a million to that I feel like that would have been really cool but I feel like the funeral would be really intense because people like all the YouTube comments I read on all his videos it was like still like to this day people being like I cry over your death like I can't believe you're gone I wish we had 10 more years with you like just still so distraught and I feel like his his funeral would be so intense yeah he's so sad maybe but don't you just think it would be like a show (laughs) welcome to our comedy podcast But yeah. So. That's so true, though. Oh man. Wait, why do? But why do you want to? Go oh, back? I don't know. I just feel like it'd be like really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have a lot more to say than that, but I just imagine his death being like he like turns into like a pile of like gold dust and like falls <laughs> into the sky. Oh my god, I love that. Right? I hope so. Am I not right here? Yeah. He gets buried in one of those like glitter castles. Yes, that's <laughs> yeah. what I'm envisioning. That's why <laughs> yeah. it would be cool. Yeah. He did seem kind of mainstream by the time he died, but yeah. I'm... I mean, everyone gets more conservative as they get Weird, older. Weird, right? Yeah. yeah. 
you know, you know? went through all of that. Plus, so many other people would have been there too that were like famous weirdos. Like he worked with David yeah. Lynch or like, like Neil oh, Diamond. Yeah. Brian Eno is a weirdo. Like so many people. I worked with Neil Diamond. I'm just gonna that. Well, I'm sure in some capacity they they cross paths. paths. <laughs> they cross paths with a lot of people. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. It really did take me a bit to get into this album. But now. Yeah, now I really like it and I want to like keep exploring his other stuff. Like I feel like I'm going to keep looking at him, but it was um as Ryan would say a slow burn for me, which is also a song by him. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. Is it a slow burn just like slow burn? That's the title of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. Well, my favorite song from him that I know isn't from this album. Mm-hmm. It's Life on Mars, mm-hmm. which I didn't yeah. actually know was by him, but I was like it. Kindly really informed about it when it was on in the grocery store the other day, and I went, I like this song, and I learned it was uh, by David Bowie. <laughs> yep. How serendipitous. Yeah, crazy. And it's him trying to speak to you and thanking you for, you know, reliving his work and life through our really popular podcast. He's surrounding me with his gold dust. Aww. Thanks, Steve-O. Thanks, Steve-O. He appreciates the nickname. That's probably why he came to you. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, all these years, no one's thought of Debo? (laughs) What idiots! We live in the era of Abreeves at this point. I don't know about before. Yeah, I don't know. Anything else? It's all so good. It's all really good. It's all very good. What I like, um, so like Lady Stardust, do you guys remember... That yeah. song. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I like that song, and I was reading about it, and it's about his friend. Did you know that? So no. it's like a tribute to right. his friend, Mark Bolin, who is the lead singer of T Rex. That's another person I was going to look up, and then was just like, I, I think I've definitely heard of that band, but mm-hmm. I'll be honest, I thought it was Dinosaur Jr. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. But it's not. Um, but he is like, was like making fun of him the whole song, which I. I really appreciate that you like made like you just um, mock made, your you're just mocking your friend on this like huge album That's that great. now like everyone knows yeah. that you're being mocked on and yeah. you will have to live with that for the rest of your life. Which That's actually great. he died like two years later, so oh, well, not that yeah. long. But shots fired. Well, they must have been pretty good friends for yeah. him to feel like he could poke fun. Yeah, I mean it's just like so rude. Like yeah. if you made a mainstream <laughs> album and you made like a whole song that was like dedicated to like roasting me subtly. I would fully love and do that though. That'd that be sounds great. great. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I can't make any promises. Yeah. I just wanna say like you're like a song about happen, so. the girl who drinks coffee from pickle jars and hates comedy. And hates films. And hates films. Yeah. Great. This what is good. The thing now. I hate, said I hated the other day. I don't remember. You were like, no, you don't. Something else. That was, yeah, if, that wasn't even true. If you make this, can we like premiere it on our SoundCloud channel? Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, I could really get into this idea, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. Damn it. There's a whole thing. I led myself to my own demise. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. All right. To, wow. to, uh, to be continued. Yeah. He Stay tuned. Another bonus Another track. Bonus track. We, have like, track. we have like three bonus track ideas for you guys. And they yeah. all involve us being hammered. No, they don't. In different ways. I just made that up. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot of extra clips and footage. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, what was it? Dude, oh yeah, I didn't, I don't know where this fits in, but on Soul Love, 
I think like the album has a lot of it kind of dodges most of the normal dad tropes mm. like it's really weird for the most part but then um the saxophone on soul love <laughs> like i knew i knew it's it. a nice lick i knew you were a dad i knew you were a dad yeah yeah it's like yeah like yeah. how do you guys think this like does rank on like a dad. the dad scales <clears throat> well i feel like something we tried to be intentional with on our list was like having it be as much of a variety of dad as we could. So like our really like classic version of dad that we went after with Eagles was like very specific and typical. We're which makes sense. It. Well, we will continue yeah. in some capacity, but yeah. David Bowie was in fact a dad and he was bi and um androgynous and yeah. I don't know. And flamboyant and horny. And so horny. Yeah. Um but I think he probably still went through a lot of the same dad struggles, you know, cuz he was a father too. I mean, if you think about, like, Eagles and, like, how there's that song where they're, like, pretty, you can tell he's, like, really sentimental and sad. Mm -hmm. It's basically the same themes as rock and roll suicide, you know? Very true. And soul love or whatever we were just talking about. Yeah. Because I feel like it's very reminiscent on falling in love in in different ways. Isn't it? It's an extension of the girl that he sees in the first song, right? Because he's like, everyone's losing their mind because the apocalypse is coming. And yeah. then he's like, oh, there's that one girl sipping coffee. Mm. She's chill. Oh, right, 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 right. And then it's like, that's, I just assumed that was like, that's the girl that I like. I think so. Mm. So I guess that means the alien is like capable of human love. I guess, yeah. Whoa. I mean. Whoa. I know, I kind of lost the thread at some point in the middle. I was like, right, oh, yeah. a lot of It does get happening. a little mixed up. It's <laughs> Especially throwing a cover in halfway through. Okay, plot-wise, like, yeah, it's yeah. not great. <laughs> there's, a, I mean, there's a lot of plot holes in this. Right. Yeah. It's like, oh, we're bringing you back to the story at the end. Yeah. Like, by the way, it's tragic he dies. Yeah. Um, this is our first concept album, too. I think that's worth mm, noting. True. Which I didn't know it was a concept album until very late in the game. Gotcha. I guess that was because I wasn't actually listening to the lyrics for a long time. I don't know that many concept albums, so, like, I feel like... Besides musicals, but it's I think like... if we do like the Who, there's a few. Oh really? Are we gonna? I feel like we gotta do, do at some point. We gotta do that. They're on the list. Yeah. Yeah. There's one about like a pinball wizard. He's just really good at pinball, but he's blind. Who doesn't want to <laughs> listen to an entire album about? We're that? doing the Who yeah. next. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> amazing. Yeah. Wow, like... I was being sarcastic, but uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll go for it. <laughs> That's another band that I just totally missed, but yeah. I don't think I've ever listened to one song by the Who. No, to me be neither. Honest. By the way, if any of our listeners have suggestions of bands, don't send them to us because we have <laughs> such a dare. long list. Don't you dare engage with us. Of bands. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. Maybe we'll <laughs> let you know what you can pick from, but we, we have a really insta We're probably going to cover it. We too, just, yeah. You know? No, we will. But it's literally decades of albums that we're trying to educate yeah. ourselves on. Exactly. It's been interesting. Yeah. Um, I was going to say something about... I'm excited, though, to engage with uh, David Bowie stan Twitter next. I'm terrified. I'm so are you really? Yeah. Why? I was especially terrified when I thought I didn't like him. I was like, oh, I don't want to go into this podcast and talk about how, like, this had no impact on me. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's weird, though, because I was starting to have that feeling. Not like not like I disliked it, but mm-hmm. I was just like, ah, I can kind of take or leave it. Yeah. But then the more I was listening, I was like, oh, this is actually really good. Exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it, like, impacted me. Like, I liked it. I, like, enjoyed it. But it didn't... I don't feel like it, like, left me with, like, an emotional 
Yeah. Well, I think what's probably hard for, like, us doing this, because I felt this way with Fleetwood Mac, too, is, like, we can't totally experience or appreciate the impact they had at the time. Yeah. Like, I feel like I was trying to talk about this on the first time we recorded the Fleetwood Mac episode, how it's, like, so much of the significance of these bands probably had to do with what was going on then and how they, like, were something brand new. And we just rarely see anything that's, like, brand new anymore. I guess, but I feel like still you can discover, like, old bands that you love and feel that way about, like... I think everyone went through, like, a Beatles phase, you know, where you're like, this is the most incredible band that ever lived. Yeah. And, like, Rumors definitely, like, put me in my feelings, for sure. Oh, same. And, like, that one song on the Eagles one. (laughs) 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 Learn to Love Again or Try to Love Again. Yeah. No, I definitely emotionally responded to all three. I think it's just, like, some people either when it was happening in real time or they grew up with it, so it really got to be part of their, like, constitution as a human, and I think that's hard to catch up on. Like, maybe as we keep listening to them, we'll be, like, really, really respecting them for what they are. Because I feel like that happened to me with Fleetwood Mac, like, after we had already recorded the episode. It was, like, later. I was like, oh, fuck, like, yeah. I love them, you know? Or yeah. I love Stevie, at least. We know. <laughs> like, I love Stevie. We know you love Stevie. Just Southern? casually voting for Stevie on all my Instagram accounts. Pumping those stats up. <laughs> I think, though, that this album, of the ones we've done so far, it's, like, the most topically relevant to, like, specifically our generation. That's true. Because it starts and it's, like, Earth is dying, literally. And it's, like, <laughs> yeah. no you know what I mean? No shit. And we're talking about, like, how pervasive and, like, mutating fame is and, like, yeah. all this stuff. And a weird connection here is, like, I think that it's a total coincidence, but, like, on the cover of the album, right above David Bowie's head, it says K-West. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you can easily transpose this narrative onto, like, Kanye West. Whoa. You know what I mean? Whoa, of course you brought Kanye into like, Another conspiracy. Yeah. Illuminati. Oh, Illuminati. <laughs> Illuminati confirmed. No, but yeah, it's crazy. It's just, like, so ahead of its Why time. Did, do we know why it says Key West above I You know, I read it, David but Bowie? I... Bowie? It's about Key West? I David think... Bowie. Oh, loved... it's actually about Jimmy Buffett. Key West. <laughs> It's a love. This whole thing is a love letter to Jimmy Buffett. Aww, I wonder if he knows. (laughs) No, I think I read that like he got he got the idea for Ziggy Stardust from meeting some weird guy at a bar, and then he just went to the corner where he met that guy and took a picture. Oh, at the corner. Okay. But yeah. I mean, it does seem pretty relevant to Kanye West right at this moment. At this moment. Anyone who, like, gets really famous and starts thinking, like, I have to be, like, the messiah for all culture, and then ends up, like, imploding. I'm like, what is that? That's so weird. Like, I just feel like it must be really stressful to be famous. That's why I don't want more than 200 listens per podcast. (laughs) Don't listen to don't us. Don't you dare listen. listen. If you don't share. Far, don't you don't us. Don't give us suggestions. Please things. don't rate and review. Yeah. <laughs> this is reverse psychology. We want to mire in obscurity forever. No, it's true. It sounds so overwhelming. Like, I, I don't blame anyone who goes crazy after being famous. I don't blame Amanda Bynes or Britney Spears or... Oh, they deserve to go crazy. I'd, like, fully... I fully get shaving the head. Like, yeah. I would... I'd be there probably faster than they did, to be honest. It'd be, like, a year... I and I would have to the bottom. <laughs> You're like, damn, I would have shaved my head right off the bat. <laughs> like, I wouldn't have just shaved my head, I would have shaved my whole fucking body. <laughs> How about this? If we get to like a thousand subscribers, I'll shave my head. We'll have a breakdown hair. on What? The no, you yeah. won't. Yeah. Will you really? No okay. way. Yeah. Okay. All right. If we get to a thousand subscribers, I'll shave my 
Legs. Legs. <laughs> <laughs> what do I show? It's a good cue. Your uh, leave a your comment. Legs. Now. I don't <laughs> what should I shave if we hit a thousand? That's ridiculous. I feel like there's a lot of um, David Bowie lyrics that I would love to get tattooed on me if I become a bigger stan. Wham, bam. Thank you, <laughs> ma'am. A huge ma'am. Yeah. I would do that. Definitely, that's a fun tattoo. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. I have a fun story about that lyric. Actually, is when I was really little. I think one time my dad was talking about, because um, you guys know like what that phrase means. Wham bam. Like wham bam, thank you, ma'am. I can't say that I know the. You're not so familiar. <laughs> okay, so it's like a real saying when you're like, you hook up with. I mean, I think specifically a woman because it's like ma'am, but it's like you just got you got in for the sex and you got out quickly. Wow. Like, all right. Peace. Wow, I didn't know that. So, so it's a tap. And yeah, it's like I hit it and quit it. Okay. okay. A really early version oh, of that. Yeah. <laughs> you were okay. You really bring us back to the old versions of how to say get it on because you did yeah yeah I'm here for that too. yeah yeah I'm here for those moments. That's great those references. I'm here to make that happen. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I, I overheard my dad one time talking to my mom about like somebody at his work who was like yeah man and he was just like wham bam thank you man like and he was in and out like. Oh being God. really casual and I heard the phrase and I just thought it was like funny. It is funny. And I was like, haha, yeah, and I like repeated it at the dinner table and like my parents were like, Don't say that. Oh <laughs> I was like so young. I was like nine. Wait, years I old. feel like I've said that like many times in my life and never known that's what it was like referring to. I've yeah. never heard of that in my life. But it's polite though. It's, it's more polite than hit it and quit it. You were correct. It's like boom, sex. Thanks. He says thanks. Thank you, and calls ma'am. Her ma'am. <laughs> Do you really want to be called ma'am though? After you just got like boned out. <laughs> Thank by you, ma'am. No, but I also don't want to be called like ho. Like <laughs> hit it and quit it does not say ho. It doesn't, but I'm like you know they're in the same. They're in the same neighborhood. Yes, they live next to each other. <laughs> more than ma'am, I would say at least. I'm just saying. Like, that one's more of like a fedora tip, honestly. Ew. It's like thank you, ma'am. It's like Ew. really like yeah. Bringing uh, the incels into this. <laughs> no. I mean, David Bowie was like he can pull it off. He can pull off some weird shit, but. Yeah, I don't really like the hats him or Stevie Nicks wears. I don't know what they're yeah. doing, but yeah, anti um, hats. For sure. We're going to bring it back. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. I'm going to say that all the time. Maybe that could be the episode, or the title of this episode. Do you know, like, a line that you would get tattooed on? Dang, I wish I wrote it down. Write it down. I'm, like, so curious. Is it the one about... I do really like Let All the Children Boogie. That's pretty good, I love that. Um, You could just get space, face. Your space true. Face is the emoji supposed to be David Bowie? Oh. The emoji with like the yeah mm, yeah I think. yeah. There's a dude and a gal. The Aladdin saying emoji. And um, it's gotta be. I think it is. It's not literal. Like they have blue and purple, pink hair. Yeah. No, it totally is actually. Now that I'm looking at it, because it's like the same colors for his. Gotcha. I wonder why the emoji makers, like, made it, but then, like, didn't make it literal. Like, didn't make him have, like, orange hair. Yeah, that is weird. Maybe they just, like, really loved him. Someone on the, like, UI team was, like, really into David Bowie and was like, I'm gonna sneak this in. I'm gonna memorialize him. Yeah. Yeah. In emoji form. He lives on in the digital age. Wow, I really haven't looked at these emojis in a long time. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so I'm gonna catch up. Did we hit everything? Is there more, like... Material. Um, I'm trying to think. 
he says the word Naz a lot. I don't know if anyone else caught that, but that is from Beat Poetry. He's what is so... Naz? How do you spell that? N-A-Z-Z. It's totally unrelated, but I made a note of it because I was like, what the fuck does that mean? I'm... Wow. And it means... I think it means like really cool or something. Is it like nice? Like Naz. <laughs> <laughs> It's like so Borat voice. Borat. Nice. <laughs> My wife. No. Damn. Bowie ahead of the, ahead of the Always. game. Always. Always. Yeah. Very nice. It's quite favorable. Yeah, it's like cool. Quite favorable. But it's from um, like beat poetry. Like he totally just like ripped off the, cool. the beat poets for this one. All right. Maybe he took inspiration from them. Great artist. Also, so many people took from him. So I feel like he like took something and then like it just like. I mean, multiply the beat poets like all the men stole from the women and like women beat poets like kind of have gotten like zero credit in history. So Mm -hmm. I'm not mad. Gotcha, gotcha. I'm just, I'm just saying. Just noting it. Just noting it. Anyone that's listening, go look up some women beat poets. They're pretty good. (laughs) And don't ever be in a round of Kings with Lily or she'll make you name them under the categories. Yeah. <laughs> it's highly possible. That's real. I'm feeling real, uh, real annoying. Real feminist. <laughs> like, feminist literature. Real like a wham-bam, ma'am. Wham-bam. Thank you, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I have anything else to add. I like them. Yeah. I like them. Oh, should we do our impressions? I yeah. feel like this whole album is so, like... Yeah. What kind Visual. of dad vibe does this? I've got an image. Oh shit! I think that this this reminds me of like if he were like I don't know I don't want to say like a normal guy but you're just like your average Joe or whatever yeah and maybe like your family's gone for the day or the weekend or something and you're at home and you're like playing music and you like have a beer or two and like you see your wife's underwear and you're just like maybe like I'll put it on and you put it on. <laughs> And you're like dancing in the mirror, like kind of, it's like a Mel Gibson and like what women want moment. That's like wow. That's the vibe I'm getting Whoa. from this. Where it's like opening dudes up, opening up like the straight heteronormative, like just like pushing. Are the you trying to like tell you something so, coded? Yeah, <laughs> this is a confession. Part Stay two. tuned next time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I will not confirm or deny. I but love yeah. that image. Yeah, that's my image. That's cute. Wow. Um, hmm. I have no image. Do you have an image? You have an image. The year is 1969. The dad is watching the fake moon landing. Oh my god. <laughs> he wants everyone to be really quiet as he turns up the TV. He's drinking a gin and tonic. Ooh. No, because... Bowie's kind of, like, classy, you know? Yeah. And, like, he, (laughs) I don't know, he, like, thinks about the things that he could have been and, like, dreams of being a rock star. And, like, Bowie's, like, his image of, like, the rock star he would have wanted to be. But he, like, never will be because he's, like, a mechanic. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. He's a car rock star. He's a rock star for cars. He's a (laughs) car... Okay. You got it? You got it? No, no, keep going. (laughs) I'm here for it. It's a Kark star. Kark star. (laughs) It's a Kark star. That's good. Uh, 
makes you dream. Yeah. Hey, yeah, do something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess my image is like, like when your like blood is inside you, it's blue, and you're like, maybe one day I'll like cut myself, and the blood will still be blue, but like it always turns red. Wow. I love that. That's really good. Is that like a dad thinking that, or that's just the overall image? That's just like. That's yeah. the image. That's fair. Maybe that's what his, like, face paint represents. Maybe. Maybe you're right on the money. Perhaps. He's yeah. like, the oxidization doesn't happen to me. It's he's alien. from outer space. Yes! Boom. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. Nice. All right. Rate and subscribe. Hit Dad, our social. DM. When we say rate and subscribe, we mean... Rate give highly. Us, yeah, give us, like, a five star. <laughs> give us a five. None of those... Three stars. We None see of that you. Shit. See you. We see that, that with no here. comment. Yeah. This is really my Yelp karma, though. Let's be exactly. real. I gave some bad Yelp reviews, and uh. Wait, can I give a shout out to some of our random followers? Yeah, oh, please. I can't find my phone though. <laughs> is this Twitter or? I'm gonna uh, do Twitter because I know their handles. Perf. Someone. Oh, we should do giveaways one day. Yeah, that'd be sweet. We need to make some merch. We can totally make some merch. I, I mean, I need my own merch, you know? Like for Ryan? Just rep my own merch. <laughs> what? You know, as you no, do. No, I don't know. No, like you're wearing your own merch. I don't know. It's not... Well, like you want to wear dad Like I want a dad bop shirt. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like like Ryan merch. No, no. Like... I just want my face. I'm going to dominate Actually, this Actually, I would wear a shirt with like one of your tweets on it, to be fair. Oh, nice. Yeah. I should do that. Yeah. We should get some Which... dad bops tweets. Yeah. On shirts, that'd be good. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, but random people uh, at Gold Dust Dealer, thanks for the follow. <laughs> it's a lot of people from Fleetwood Stan Twitter. Yeah. Uh, we see you. We're giving you the. We love you guys. The, it's like the bro chow, bro cha cha. Bro cha cha. That's what we do a lot. Bro-cha-cha. We do that a lot. Um, I'll give a couple more here. Where's the other one? Tusk Lindsay, thank you. Um, Rockaway Blind also retweeted our wasted time yes. meme. Thank oh you. wow! We know that. how niche it is, so it's so niche. Thank you. Um, so we hope we carry you guys over into Bowie and beyond. Yeah, yeah. hopefully you like Bowie. Yeah. Tell us what you think about Bowie. Yeah. In Let the us comments know. Of the iTunes reviews. Yeah. <laughs> or SoundCloud, wherever, wherever you see it. Wherever you see Dad Bops. Also, we have an email. It's dadbops at gmail.com. That's right. I like that we plug our email more than we plug like our Instagram and Facebook. That's right. We are on Instagram. Email I us. People to email us. It's I want sponsors to email us. Same. It's yeah. dadbops at everything though. Dadbops TM. Dadbops at Twitter. Oh, I see what you're dadbops saying. Dadbops at Gmail. I thought you dad meant like dadbops at everything.com. And I was like, that is <laughs> dadbops on everything. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> We're building a movement. <laughs> yeah. We are. We are. We really are. Yeah. yeah. Um. Is that it? I think so. Thanks. (laughs) All right, peace. Bye. Bye.